Hello, and welcome to the Alt Left. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 49 of the Alt Left. Uh, we have a uh, special guest today. We're actually here with Progressive Vibe Podcast, is our buddy Dodrick. He's been on Twitter with us. We've kind of gone back and forth, uh, giving each other hand jobs all over the internet. It's been real nice. Uh, Matt is out this week. He's uh, out pillaging and stealing people's homes. And uh, the Reverend Dr. K is always here with us. Good evening, everyone. So, uh, Dodrick, you're from the Progressive Talk Podcast, sorry, Progressive Vibe Podcast. Yes, that's right. I've been doing it now for about a year and a half and, uh, you know, steady trucking along. Nice. Yeah, we're, we're just now hitting our one year. I think we're one year, like, the end of this month, aren't we, Kay? Uh, yeah, the end of this month will be, uh, yeah, we'll be at, at essentially 52 episodes. Uh, I noticed, Dodrick, you you release every two weeks. Is that correct? Because you're at like 45 episodes. Yeah, yeah. I usually try to do it every Sunday, but, you know, stuff comes up and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, roughly every two weeks. Life happens, brother. Yes. Like, we yes. understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we uh, we wanted to um, you know, especially since Matt's out being a pirate, we wanted to uh, bring someone else on who who had a progressive vibe with him, and we wanted to talk about what's going on with Biden and the DNC and infrastructure because between nuggets of Kyle Rittenhouse, um, which that's a whole another podcast on that <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I, I love that the we're literally watching the Ahmad Aubrey case and the Kyle Rittenhouse case play out simultaneously. Yes, yes. And they're right. going in two very different directions. Yeah. Well, and it's insane. I mean, let, let's be fair. Let, let's be fair. If, if Kyle Rittenhouse did not have such a light complexion, uh, this trial would be a formality. That dude, I mean, first of all, the cops would have shot him. But assuming he survived the incident, that dude would have already been in prison. Yes, I agree. I agree. That guy's acting job is, is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. The judge is insane. Like, there's... It's going to be uh, uh, ridiculous if this doesn't somehow get thrown to mistrial or appealed because, well, it won't get appealed if he gets off, but there's got to be a way to file for mistrial because the judge has been, his his bias has been blatant in it. But we'll see what plays out. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens in the next week or two. But let's talk infrastructure. Biden got a big win, right? He got to dance around in a circle and get his infrastructure bill passed. Uh, I'm not a big fan. Um, what about you, Dodrick? Yeah, um... Honestly, I'm not a big fan of it either. I would like, you know, for the spending bill would have passed. Uh, but, you know, I, I guess you got to take what you can get in some regard. But it's not, honestly, it's not really great at all. Um, you know, I just think that it was something that was going to try to, I guess, silence, you know, the progressive uh, side of the party. But I don't think it did a great job of anything addressing anything when it had to do with, you know, the people's concerns, because, you know, people don't want, you know, just uh, roads and bridges fixed. You know, they want other stuff that impacts their lives. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's not all bad. You know, this isn't, it's not like it's a bill that just talks about kicking puppies all day. Like there is good stuff. Like I know it's got a hundred, over a hundred billion for roads and bridges. Uh, I know 40, of it was like just for bridge repair, which again, it's needed. You know, we need this stuff. We, you know, it's got, it's got really good climate change mitigation stuff in it. Not as much as we needed, but it's something, um, you know, there's a lot of that in there. There's a big broadband update, which is good because let's face it, internet access is becoming a human right at this point. 
I know it's going to upgrade airports. Ours here in the United States pales in comparison to some other, you know, first world countries where most people can't hardly get 10 megabytes down or up. And other countries literally have 200, 500 megabytes, you know, equal bandwidth up and down. Yeah, they're running fiber coast to coast on them. Yeah, yeah. and the, the only place to get that is in brand new construction with fiber optic here in the U.S., but, it's ridiculous. But it for is. me, the, the the big bummer on this one is basically what was taken away, right? Because like, mm. it, it's kind of like you know, yeah. happy birthday, right? And someone Gross. someone comes and brings you a big ass birthday cake, and then they take it away and leave you with a celery stick. Now, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I'm thankful that we got a celery stick, but I'm not going to say thank you for it because you literally just stole my birthday cake. Like, we were promised that there was going to be some serious social stuff in this one for people who are struggling in this country. You know, and it's like there was supposed to be a four hundred billion dollar um, bump for for caregiving for the for for disabled and older Americans. You know, we got people. This is this is a the richest country in the world supposedly, where we have an, an elderly population that's living on cat food. Yeah, and yeah. and that was just that was just taken out. Um, all the long term uh, Medicaid services gone. We were supposed to have a major Medicare expansion. We were talking about healthcare as a human right totally gone um another big one was going to be uh wages of home health care workers which you know they're all making 10 to 12 dollars an hour right now nationwide there was going to be a huge bump for that nope that's been taken out there was going to be billions for workforce development gone um the va you know again this is something that you think the republicans would get behind you know because they just jerk off about the military all day long but yeah. they took you know 18 billion dollars just to get earmarked for the va taken right the fuck out nothing and then the only thing it was supposed to pay for was corporate tax cuts. And, you know, Mansion has his little shit fit, and that's gone too. And to build off your point, when it, you can really, really see the corruption at its finest in the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. But, you know, the Democrats are in charge of everything right now. You know, they're in control of the House, the Senate, and they got the executive office. And what you're seeing right now is Biden's agenda uh, being, you know, took over by. Uh, the other Joe, <laughs> um, because yeah. he doesn't want to me what what it says is, you know, um, he doesn't want certain provisions uh, to be passed within the bills themselves. So uh, to me, it's just a bunch of this. I don't know this show and go of, you know, telling the people this and that. But, you know, going behind their backs and not doing anything at all. Like and that's that's pretty much what I feel about. Yeah. Yeah, and we get this, we get this, this, this mansion in cinema clogging things up, and again, they continue to strip the bill of any provisions that actually help people, and then the progressives get blamed for it. Yeah, yeah what it tells me is that they don't actually care about the American people at this point. What they care about is business, is big business, mm -hmm. because who's really going to benefit from the infrastructure bill, right? Yeah. We're, we're talking about construction companies, we're talking about uh, supply line, you know, companies that, that provide concrete and steel and, and, and all of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, we're talking about big business. Yeah. Cause small time contracting firms aren't going to be getting these contracts. No, no, of course not. They're going to go to large multinational country uh, companies mm -hmm. and the average construction company will have nothing. And, and they're not equipped to, to do the work obviously. But the point is, is that it goes towards, business it doesn't go towards people and because originally the infrastructure portion was a small portion of the american uh jobs plan which was a 
bigger, uh, which was a what a three point five trillion dollar budget, yeah. um, which was part of a larger budget of like eight trillion dollars. And every time they keep cutting this down and cutting this down, we keep getting less and less for the American people. And what was Chris was saying is like it was supposed to include housing, healthcare, education, and then infrastructure. But we got none of the first three things, and we got tons of the last thing, and it's not going to help the people that it's supposed to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the and, end. and beyond that, it's funny that there's again every time something has to get stripped, all it is 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 care for the social American program. People. Yeah, it's yeah, always it's social, social programs. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean these. <laughs> A lot of these politicians that are in Congress, I mean, you know, just to be straight up about it, you know, they so they serve their uh, their corporate donors. I mean, um, you know, they're of course they're being, they do. Comp- they're being comp- compromised, and you know, they can only go as far as their donors let them go. So they can go on television and say the right things, but when it's time to, you know, actually vote on those say bills, then you know, obviously they're going to vote no. I mean. I think healthcare prices went up by 38%. Uh, college prices went up by 37%. Child prices, ch- ch- child care prices, excuse me, went up by 32%. So all these things that are in the um, Build Back Better agenda, it, like you like you guys said, is being you know took away from us. And I don't know what what's Biden's end game here. I don't know if he's just going to be like, well, if I try to just you know talk to Manchin and talk to cinema, you know, the only two Democrats seeming to hold up all production, you know, in Congress right now, uh, that, you know, everything will be okay, but it's not because obviously, again, they're not going to do anything that their corporate donors, you know, will want them to do. Yeah, and personally, I feel it's almost kind of like Biden's living in a fever dream is what I think that's coming down to. Like, you know, the baby boomers who are just like, yeah. oh, well, you had a job. Well, why aren't you putting on a suit and walking down the street and handing out your resume to, to, to strangers? Like, that's the, yeah, yeah that, that worked in, in, you know, back in the fucking 1950s. Yeah, that's you know? great. Retire so that we can have your job. Yeah, but like, it, it, that's not the world anymore. And I think it's the yeah. same kind of thing where Biden's living in this old world of like, look, we're, we're all a bunch of straight white old men. Like, let's all just get along and yeah. we can play with both sides because we're all the ruling class and it doesn't work that way anymore. There's a huge rift ideologically right now where you got Democrats who are the conservative party and you got Republicans which have turned into the fascist party. And I think they both serve the s- similar or the same donors, mm-hmm. but I mean, we can put our tinfoil hats on and talk about which banking industry interests we think are controlling the parties, or we can say, no, 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 they're totally different. No matter which way you go, both parties are making their money and getting their votes by basically being the parallel opposite of whatever the other one is, right? That's that's all it is, is, is every vote is at least on not the other fucking side. No one voted for Joe Biden. Everyone voted against Donald Trump. Well, yeah. You know, and so I think he he's not he's not living in that reality. He still thinks it's it's the seventies and the eighties where everyone can just play along with Ronald Reagan and it'll be okay. And the Republicans are just you know they're they're just too slow and they're behind the times, but they mean well. And it's like, well, no, no one on either side. Joe Biden's the only one I think who's actually trying to do bipartisanship. You know, yeah. and it's a failed strategy. And it's again, 
I, but I don't want to give him too much credit either because this guy has backed down from every promise he ever made. He went up there and lied to us the entire campaign trail, which, again, I knew he was going to. I'm sure you guys did, too. You know, when he came out and made all these promises, I, he was a Democrat. I knew he wasn't going to come through on him, but he came out and promised the you know, forgiveness for college loans, which is huge. We have an entire generation of Gen Xers and millennials and soon to be Gen Zs who are going to be buried up to their nipples in college debt. And by freeing up that debt, you are literally liberating an entire swath of people. And he backed down. He didn't do his two thousand dollar checks. He didn't establish a Medicare expansion. Like, like the first, but there was plenty of money to bomb Syria in his first two months in office. That's true. Uh, I mean, you know, you guys are obviously on the ball with it. Um, I just, you know, <laughs> don't I'm give just, me too much credit. <laughs> right? I'm just, but you know, and all honestly, I'm just, I'm just so sick of the Democrats constantly in their own way and. You know, um, I just I just feel like, you know, they're going to do the blame game. They're going to try to blame progressives. They're going to try to blame Republicans, even though Republicans don't hold any form of power in government right now. Uh, you, you can't point fingers at, you know, anybody but yourselves. I mean, and it's just so crazy that he was, you know, he was just thinking that he was going to be able to say all these things on a campaign trail and not try to. Uh, do any of it like, you know, uh, you know, tuition free college, like expanding Medicaid or Medicare, um, you know, addressing all these things that, you know, American people want, because, you know, overwhelmingly uh, what we see after poll after poll, um, whether you're Democrat or Republican or independent, um, we all mutually agree on the same fundamental things that, you know, that they're proposing to us. And I just feel like, again, we have a roadblock with corporate politicians, corporate Democrats in this case, and, you know, um, the media. You know, we've got to look at mainstream media and what they're trying to convey, because, you know, if we look on, you know, CNN or whatever you want to say, um, you know, it's always the blame game towards, you know, the progressives or the parties going too far left. And it's not, you know, these are, it's just what the people actually want, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so uh, frustrating. Ed, you're absolutely correct. Well, and, and again, that's, you know, you, you, again, even the democratic party doesn't live up to what most of the, most people want. And it's, it's becoming clearer yeah. and clearer. And I think that at the end of the day, that's all that mattered was that, you know, the, the DNC's realized that with Joe, there's no winning right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything's pretty fucked. Uh, the Republican Party, because that, that's the thing. It's again one of the biggest weaknesses with the Democratic Party is, and again, I'm not a I'm not a big party guy, um, and I'm no fan of the Democrats. But like yeah. the Republicans, and I'm less of a fan of the Republicans, but they at least stick together. Like the Republicans will hold together with party unity, mm -hmm. and they to the detriment of anyone, they don't care. They will kill your whole family and climb over your corpse as long as it pisses off the Democratic Party, right? Yeah. But the Democrats will happily infight, you know, which is surprising because you figure for, you know, that's usually what leftists do. Um, and they're definitely a conservative party, but they infight all the time. And you got this like this mansion shit. This wouldn't fly with the Republican Party. Like, oh, this no, would no, never no. Happen. he would be gone. They would just excise him from the party. Yeah, he, he would. They he would have no more support going forward. And the Democrats, as we've said before, refused to do this. Yeah. And they back they down every time. You know, it's the same thing with cinema. Like, 
they they just capitulate because it's easier instead of forcing them into doing what the party wants. Well, and again, I almost think it's, but that is what the party wants, in my opinion. Like, we could have, for instance, this last election, right? We could have had Fair anyone. Because again, running against Donald Trump, there is no bigger gift than running against Donald Trump in 2020. Oh, God, right? ever, yeah. So it's like, we, we could have had Bernie Sanders, we could have had, again, and, and Andrew Yang, I think, has shown his colors on being a centrist, but at the mm-hmm. time, he was really touting the the, the liberal leftist vibe, um, and doing stuff like UBI. Uh, hell, even if people like Amy Klobuchar, who's a centrist, is still left of Biden, I mean, we could have had someone who had the balls to put through something real. The Democratic Party, if they actually cared about this stuff, right, they could have gone for broke, and they could have put together someone super progressive who would have won no matter what? Because the thing is, the vote blue no matter who crowd actually will vote blue no matter who. Yeah. So you got them, but then you also would have gotten the progressive vote. Like an actual progressive would have won better than Biden did. You could have put, you could have tried. You could, you could have had all three branches, and you could have really pushed for something. But they didn't want that. The DNC doesn't actually want progressive measures. Uh, the DNC, again, and I've, they, I've said this, they before, want what is, they got. Yeah, they're, they're exactly. just the GOP with a rainbow flag bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they got exactly what they wanted. They wanted an old white guy that would claim to to want to uh, have you know bipartisan politics and would never push anything through yeah. or force anyone to push anything through. And I remember when you know Biden was talking about how if you elect me president, nothing fundamentally will change. Yeah. And, <laughs> I tweet um, that on Twitter constantly. It is. Yeah, and that, it's just... that has become a mantra. <laughs> It's so ironic, and, and it's just like, you know, these guys, what, what it really is, um, it's just they don't want the status quo to change. Uh, everything's working perfectly for them, and, you know, they can give out, you know, crumbs every now and then to say that they did something. And, you know, in real life, it's not shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, crumbs it's just, is, a, is an extremely astute way of putting that. Indeed. And, and I just I just... You know, when it when it comes to mansion and cinema and things like that, you know, you you know, those are the two, um, you know, corporate Democrats that are you know going on record and actually saying stuff out loud. But, you know, there are way more, you know, Democrats within that party that, you know, feel the same way and, and really, really are like praising cinema and mansion for, you know, taking the bullet, if you will. Uh, yeah. Because they know they can't really go back to their constituents and try to make that same type of, you know, response that Mansion and Cinema made. Yeah, but you know, here we are. I wish I had a happier response, but no, I, I completely yeah, agree too. with you. I think you're on yeah. the money, man. I, and you know, and, and it's just it's it's important. It honestly is really really important to just you know. Again, what we guys are doing right now, we're providing the facts. We're just saying what it is. You know, we're more likely to vote Democrat than we are Republican, but we can we can, you know, exploit them for what they are. And they're just people who are trying to, you know, gain the system in a, in a way. I mean, they take all this line in their pack. pockets. That's that's <laughs> it. They take all this corporate pack money and, you know, it suits them just fine. And, you know, it's. Anderson Cooper, I was watching CNN, and Anderson Cooper was talking to uh, Terry McAuliffe, the mm-hmm, former mm-hmm. Um, governor, governor out of Virginia. And yeah. he was just telling, you know, he was asking Terry, 
you know, um, the reason you lost is it because the the party is you know too far left, and it's just you know these <laughs> these type of statements. It's just they're they're in their own little corporate bubble, and you know Terry McAuliffe is a centrist. You know our president Joe Biden is a centrist. You know and. At best, all these people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At best, at and best. All- I mean, he's a, he's a centrist who says you're not black if you don't vote for him. He's a centrist who went after Anita Hill, you know, and he's a yeah. centrist with you know <laughs> credible rape applications, who's allegations, who's a devout Catholic. Like centrist, I think is generous. This is true. I mean, and you know, like, great point. You know, and it just time after time we see, you know, mainstream media saying, you know, the most, uh, you know, Terry McAuliffe. Again, you know, um, honestly, one of the most uh, established establishment guys out there, you know, and, you know, they just always say that uh, the Democrats lose because they go too far left. And so when progressives, you know, lose, it's it's progressive false. When the centrist Democrats lose, it's progressive false. You know, it is just it's just like this whole thing of not actually seeing that no, the obviously the country has shifted to a progressive <laughs> mentality. Yeah, it's definitely honestly. a big game of of blame whoever is convenient. Yeah, I mean, hell, look what Andrew Yang's doing. He's come out with his you know his forward party where they used a garbage truck yeah. logo. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah, and, and, he's, know. You know, and he's like, oh, the problem is everything's too divisive, and it's like he's running on this weird. Overly defeatist message of like things are too different. Like he's running on this like the field temperature going. of the country. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, and again, it's kind of like that that age old you know like just leave me the fuck alone. I'll elect whoever you want. Just let me have my dinner in peace, kind of thing. And that's kind of where we're at. Is like you have you got the right wingers right who are terrified because being straight and white and Christian isn't uh, isn't is only paying ninety nine percent of the dividends it used to right. And that terrifies them. And then you've got the other side who actually want change in this country, who are, you know, tired of police executing people in the street. We're tired of having concentration camps at the border. Uh, we're tired of having a torture facility in Cuba. We're tired of endless war. And and then you've got everyone in the middle saying, you guys are the same. And, and that's the three cultures in this country right now. And, and yeah. I think the people in the middle, I don't even fault them too much because I think they're just fucking tired of it. Yeah. Because... Yeah we're falling apart. We're, we're, we're going to shit. And I think that's, I think that was the purpose of what Biden did because here, let's be real. This build back better act that we're being told is coming next for a vote is never going to happen. Right. Are we all in no, agreement no. on that one? Oh, we agree. Yeah, totally. I, I was going to ask about that. What do you think the chances are? Cause I, I think they're about mm, zero. Yeah. Yeah. I think they messed up when the, you know, and, I have to give, again, we have to give the progressives, you know, um, some respect. But at the same time, I mean, they, they caved. You know, they gave up their leverage. And, you know, and <laughs> that's the name of the game. No, they didn't. They, I was actually surprised because they didn't because they still didn't vote for it. It was actually because well, a handful of Republicans. There were six of progressive Democrats that, that did not vote for it. And there were 13 Republicans that did. As far as I remember, let me verify that. Yeah, I've ever heard the numbers, but yeah, it was it was the, the 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 squad actually stuck to their guns, which again surprised me. I didn't think they would. Right. What what I mean by that is like we we you know we passed the infrastructure bill, the the bipartisan infrastructure bill. You know, we were trying to pass those both of those bills together. 
Yeah. And um, now that leverage is gone now because, you know, that bipartisan, you know, take it for what it's worth, uh, that bipartisan infrastructure bill, that's going to be it. That's going to be it. And I I do think if, you know, the progressives would have just honestly stuck to their their guns and just stay firm with, no, we're not passing it until we pass, pass both bills. Yeah, well, the thing is, but that 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 is what happened. Is is AOC, Bernie, uh, uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Ilhan Omar. Here's the 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 breakdown. So the House Democrats mm-hmm. who broke from the party and did not vote uh, for the bill was Jamal Bowman, mm-hmm. uh, Cory Bush, Alexand- uh, AOC, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, and Rashid Tlaib. So those, so Bernie Sanders, uh, as Bernie's, far as, no, he's a senator. That's uh, I miss. Yeah, him. is is he doesn't get to vote on that? Yeah, he doesn't get to vote on right. that. Uh, and then there were thirteen Republicans who voted for it. So that's yeah. how it passed. Yeah, it was because okay. they basically is Pelosi was they actually stuck to their guns. The problem is, and you're not far off though, because they still fucked up. Is Pelosi cared more about getting this passed just so they could take a victory lap? Than yeah. what the people actually want and need. And so she ended up, I don't know what she promised, but she ended up getting 13 Republicans. 13, right, Kay? Yeah, 13 Republicans. Yeah. She got 13 Republicans to vote rather than standing up to Manchin and, and getting this through with, with the squad. And, yeah. and, and, and and actually getting leverage. And, and you're right, they, they lost that leverage. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you they were, lost it bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Dodrick, you're, you're, you're spot on. Like, that was the one thing they had. And, I, I, guys, I just, you know, I just, I'm just so tired of the Democrats. I, you know, I'm just, I just had it, man. It's just like, you know, they just go on TV and they just go and they say all these things that, you know, the people want to hear and they just, you know, backtrack. And, you know, the country's just sick of it. You know, people are sick of it and they want to know why. Democrats are hated worse than Republicans. And like you guys said earlier, you know, at least the Republicans stick together as a party. You know, the Democrats want to say all this stuff that they know that they're not going to, you know, walk the walk on, you know, and it's just like the voting rights situation. I mean, voting rights is under attack in this country. And, you know, the Democrats are just like twiddling their thumbs. Just (laughs) it's just. I'm just sick of the Democrats, guys. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> Agreed. Because they seem to do nothing, even if they promise to do something. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, the only people who really lose are the American people. I mean, and something else to consider here. Like, again, Nancy Pelosi was happier to get in bed with, 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 a, with over a dozen Republicans than she was six progressives. Which, I mean, again... It, the Democratic Party and and liberals in general hate socialists more than they hate fascists. Mm-hmm. That's really what this came down to. That is the truth. It is. It is. I mean, the country's center right. Let's just be real. When it comes, to, oh yeah, it's definitely center right. And so, whatever the Democrats need to do, or the cor- the corporate Democrats rather need to do to pull that that balance of power back to the center, they're going to do so, even if it means striking down popular, you know, um, legislation from their own party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree because, um, 
Because let me tell you, man, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a center right theocracy. You know, this 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 country is about how awesome Jesus is and about how awesome yeah. slavery is and how yeah. sad it is that anyone has to do anything for anyone else. That is the that is the mantra of this country. I mean, we had what do we have? We had the Democrats falling all over themselves last election cycle to to, to come out and say, no, no, we're capitalists. We're capitalists. I swear. <laughs> like, what? like Jesus fucking Christ, man. We literally like we, we know you're capitalists, but like you had to come out here and basically beg us to take you on your word that you're greedy capitalists so yeah. that God forbid the right wing, you know, call you a name. And it's, yeah, I mean, super great point. It's, but you know, it's, it's like what Manchin was talking about not too long ago when he said that, um, you know, we don't want to become a entitled based society, whatever the hell that means coming from the guy who, you know, lives on a yacht, you know, like that is his house. His house is a yacht. Yeah. It must be nice. It must be, you know, you know, I wish we were all able to, you know, afford yachts and, crap like that but party with mitch mcconnell on a yacht yeah yeah big time big time so so what's your take on where this is going because you know again i i've got my view but like okay so we're all in agreement that this was basically just to give biden a victory lap this accomplishes nothing for the people and we all agree that the build back better act that'll actually do something for anyone isn't going to happen so so let's go down the road. Let's start with you, Dodger. What's what's your takeaway? What is your put on your put on your fortune teller glasses and tell me where you <laughs> think this this goes? Uh, you know, I think that it's going to go nowhere. Just being just straight up with you, I think that now since they have passed or going or you know it's going to pass this bipartisan infrastructure bill. You know that expand, expands broadband and stuff like that, as you guys, you know, um, elaborated on. You know, I just think that that's what it's going to be. It's just going to be these crumbs that we're going to be gave, and that's going to be it until the next election cycle. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, midterms is right around the corner. You know, you, 2022 is right around the corner, and the Democrats have not delivered on anything anything no 15 dollars minimum wage which no, now is too low <laughs> exactly we've been fighting for 15 dollars minimum wage for over 15 years yeah 15 dollars yeah. minimum wage was too low 15 years ago agreed agreed 27 dollars is where where we should be if we adjust for inflation and production you know but <laughs> Nobody wants to hear those numbers. Everybody's stuck on this $15. Yeah, which, again, yeah. It, 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 you know, of course, we always see, like, you know, there, we can't. That'll raise the cost of a cheeseburger, and it can't happen. No, it's like no, now, it that a, now that people don't want to put up with Sorry. their shitty jobs anymore, suddenly McDonald's is paying $18 an hour. Right, right. All of a sudden, now all these corporations. <laughs> Every economist that knows anything about how business works tells you that, no, $15 an hour for your employees does not equal more expensive hamburgers. <laughs> yeah this is true um yeah no and that's for damn sure so so you, you obviously you think this goes nowhere what do you yeah. think that means in terms of um in um, terms of you know three years from now i think that you know well the democrats hold slim majority you know in the house and in the senate and you know with gerrymandering and things like that of that nature going on throughout the country as i just you know said earlier about you know voting rights 
being, you know, under assault, you know. Yeah, especially um, like Georgia and Texas. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, to me, it's going to have an impact on, you know, representation, you know, for communities, specifically communities of color. Um, and it's going to be hard for people to vote, you know, and, you know, things like this that the Democrats are doing, it's not going to help their case because, again, people already are hesitant to vote anyway because they don't trust anyone. And, um, you know, that's again, that's kind of just where I'm at with it. I don't think that, you know, a lot of people don't want to get involved in the voting process because you always have to have this whole, you know, picking from the lesser of two evils. You know, you can't never get the candidate that you want. It's always either the left, you know, corrupt person or the right corrupt person. And I'm scared that the Republicans are going to end up regaining power. I just think that, you know, it seems like the Republicans are going to regain leverage. I mean, they've been striking down any type of legislation that the Democrats have proposed. I mean, Mitch McConnell has said boldly that, you know, we're, we're not going to pass anything that the Democrats want. Um, and, you know, he doesn't need to because, again, the Democrats are in their own way. You know, it's, it's, it's no excuses this time. And Yeah, all they've got to do is hold the line. That, that's it. That's it. And I think, you know, tw- I mean, look how fast this year went out, <laughs> you know, and um, they've virtually done nothing. Yeah. I, I, God, I remember, do you remember when Joe Biden's first ad came out? The very first one announced his presidency campaign. And, you know, he posts the, was it, was it, it wasn't Kenosha. What, what was the, the, what was the rally with the tiki torches where they couldn't find the clitoris? Oh, uh, Charlottesville. Yeah, Charlottesville. You know, and, and he posted, you know, video from that and saying white nationalism is on the rise and we got to put a stop to this. It was like, holy shit, he's actually going to do something about the Klan. He's going to do something about the Proud Boys. He's going he's gonna to do anything at all. You know, uh, nope, nothing. Not a damn thing. There was a whole lot of tough talk, especially during those debates. You know, he was like, pull in, I'm, I'm on it. These are the things that we're going to do. And there's been a whole lot of backpedaling this entire time, a whole lot of covering my ass because now we don't really actually want to do those things. Yeah. And yeah. and again, it's like th- these are things that shouldn't be hard. Right. These are easy stuff. Like, I'm sorry, get rid of the Klan, get, get rid of the Proud Boys. Like, these are domestic terror organizations like it should be real fucking easy. I mean, if we've got if we've got the FBI with Pro who can take down the Black Panthers for doing nothing wrong. You know, if we can put, if we can have Edwin Snowden talk about how they are literally infiltrating the phone calls of any leftist organization, it's like, how are, how have we not put an end to this right now? And it's like, if Joe Biden's going to come out and say he's going to start fighting white nationalism, we've got the Oath Keepers, man. Like, these groups are out and proud. Donald Trump did, you know, the worst thing he did, I don't want to hear anything about the border. I don't want to hear anything about, you know, him lying and stealing money. The worst thing he did was he made these motherfuckers not afraid to come out anymore. Yeah. You know, and and what's what's Biden done about it? Again, we have literal epidemics of police massacring people in the streets. We have video footage of the NYPD running people over in the streets with their cars when they're protesting an innocent, unarmed man getting murdered. And and that's who we side with. And he stands up there with cops and talks about how he supports them. You know, are we having any kind of police reform in this country? Any kind of nationwide body cam mandates? Anything like mm. that? Nope, nope. 
Nothing at all. Do we have anything about the rise of white nationalism? Nothing at all. Do we have anything about ending our foreign policy of imperialism? Nothing. Anything about actually establishing a living wage and a standard of living for Americans? Nothing. Anything about the massive debt relief? Nothing. I mean, there's just healthcare, housing. I mean, just pick a thing that Americans are suffering from, and he hasn't given a fuck about any of them. All he cared about was taking a victory lap about rebuilding bridges. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because when you think about it, it's just, I'm sorry, when you think about it, it's just, you know, um, once you start actually giving the, you know, American people what they want, then it's going to open up the floodgates. And, you know, they don't want to do that. They don't want they don't want to lower the age of, you know, Medicare access down because, you know, if they, if they lower it down to, you know, 55, then they're going to have to go to 50. And then they're going to have to go to 45. And then you have to go to 35 and so forth and so forth. And even though that's the right thing to do, you know, even though wiping out student loan debt is the right thing to do, Again, it's going to show that the government can work for them. And, you know, they don't want it to go as far as we want it to go, you know, because, again, they are serving people behind the scenes that are telling them not to do these things. Yep. I mean, hey, remember, Joe Biden is the one who wrote the bill to make it illegal for you to declare bankruptcy on your student loans. So that's the exactly that's such a great point. That's the least he can do. You know, you know, right your wrongs. <laughs> you know, right yeah, your at least wrongs. come out and say it was wrong. I mean, how I mean, we had, it was like pulling teeth, getting him to admit it was fucked up to throw Anita Hill into the bus. Yeah, so true. We, we, we couldn't get this guy to walk back a crime bill. You know, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. So I, I think yeah. So I, I would agree. I think it's actually. I think something worse is is brewing at this point because I think the Democrat. I think you're right. You know, first of all, I think I think you're totally right, Dodrick. I think the uh, the DNC is going to get their asses handed to them, executive oh, yeah. and legislative, uh, in 2024. Yeah. Um, and I think you're going to see a huge resurgence of Republicans. I think during the midterms we're going to see quite a few uh, seats change hands. Oh yeah, uh, to the Republican side because. They talk a really good game and people are feeling less and less thrilled with the Democrats that are in power. And so we're going to see a whole bunch of a whole bunch of seats that change hands and the power that the Democrats have right now in terms of being in charge of, you know, the the two branches is is going to be wasted. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, you know, and, and to build off your point, you know, this is why I feel like we have to eventually get money out of politics. Right. Because oh, um, if, I'm, agreed. if I'm not mistaken, uh, 19 it was in 1978. The Supreme Court ended up uh, legalizing corporate donations given to politicians. And um, ever since and that, then, and that led straight to Citizens United. Exactly. What they really did is they made private businesses uh, to be considered people. Well, that was that was that, that was in seventy eight. That was um, that was Citizens United. Yes, but that's what I'm saying is is you know it, it all leads to the same thing. Is yeah. when you consider a private business, a corporation, to be a a person that gives them all kinds of rights. Private businesses are not people. I don't care. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, they're just not. Now this is America. 
<laughs> yeah. Walmart and Amazon matter far more than people. Seriously, well, we put they absolutely people. Yeah. always. That is as American as apple pie and college loan debt. Yeah, <laughs> and no health care. Because remember, okay. uh, we're going to have fancy, new, beautiful bridges that you can die under because you're poor, oh without God. getting any kind of medical care. <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, I think uh, I think at this point, you know, yeah, that's that that's what we got to say about that. Is this is, you know, everyone who wants to talk about whether or not this was good or bad, I think those are the points we have to look at, and that's why I I don't go with the the Democrat line of you need to shut up and and just be happy we got something because I actually believe the something is detrimental. I think the something that we got has set a precedent that it's okay to completely negate human needs. It's okay to take away our health care to leave us dying and starving in debt, not give us any kind of standard of living, not give us any kind of housing or health care whatsoever, is to take away everything we need to thrive and survive as long as it gives a politician a win and it makes bankers rich. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yep. And, you know, at this point, the you know, <laughs> the Democrats' only hope is that, you know, Donald Trump runs again in 2024. Uh, because yeah. when That's the only way they're going to win. That's it. When it, because when it comes to actually uh, bringing out your base, they've done nothing. They've done nothing. And so the only thing I believe that will get the Democrats out and whole to vote is if Donald Trump runs again. And it's so sad that, you know, the Democrats, you know, cannot deliver on anything. It's just honestly, it's just amazing. You know, they want to silence the part of their party. Let's be real. Who are most popular, you know, and mm -hmm. again, it's just because, you know, they, again, they just are taking corporate PAC money from, you know, their donors and they're, it's a conflict of interest. That's pretty yeah. much what it is. It's conflict of interest. Yeah. They, they've literally got Jordan on the court and they will not give him the ball. It's weird. They've got, <laughs> you know, Bernie AOC, Toledo Rashad, Alien Omar. My God, I, I, I literally, I, 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 I've got such a crush on Ileana. She's amazing. Like every tweet she makes just blows me away. Like, holy shit, you're a Democrat. Yeah. She's amazing. And mm -hmm. all they want to do is shut her up. Yeah, all they want to do is hamstring the people that actually have the country's best interests in mind. Yeah, I mean, it's really fucked up when you got AOC crying in a hallway and Marjorie Taylor Greene smiling all the time. Oh my God. That's when you know shit's not right. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> I think so that's going to do it do it for us here. Um, first of all, Dodger, thank you for coming on, man. We were down a man. This was great having you here. I yeah, know, we really uh, appreciate you being here for us. I know we had some audio issues, but I hope uh, I hope you might want to pop by some other time. And, uh, of course, guys. Maybe I'll be able to like actually get my words together. I feel like I totally <laughs> botched tonight. Oh, no, no, you're <laughs> fine, man. Oh, dude, don't you should you should hear how we sound half the time. The only reason we sound decent is because Kay's editing. Trust me. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll make you sound good. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, please, um, we'd love to. You know, we love collaborating, especially with uh, with people who know what's up. So um, honestly, anytime you want to pop by, let me know. We'd love to have you on again. For sure, guys. Th hey, thanks for giving me the opportunity to even just you know come on. And, you know, I always – I read you guys' this Twitter thread all the time. And, you know, keep <laughs> doing what you – keep the things – keep doing what you're doing, though. I mean, it's going to take this. It's going to take mobilizing. It's going to take organizing. And that's what we have to build on in the future. I mean, that's – I guess that's the only thing we can, we can actually hang our hat on because 
we can't, you know, rely on the Democrats right now to do anything for us. So, yeah, it, it was funny when when Kay was like, you know, so who's coming on? How'd you find Doctor? I was like, oh man, because like me, Matt and I are the ones through the Twitter. I was like, man, we are dancing in all the same circles on Twitter. I had to message him. Seriously. Um, but but speaking of which, um, let's 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 get people interested in what you got going on. Because again, your Twitter's fire. I listened to a couple of your podcasts; they're great. There, if guys, if you like us, you you are definitely um, you're definitely gonna like the progressive vibe uh, podcast. So I know on on Twitter you're at d o d i underscore vibe, right? Yes, that's correct. And then where can they find your podcast? And do you have a uh, Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? What do you got going on? Yeah. Hey, thanks for the sh- thanks for the shuffle, guys. Uh, yeah. So you can um, get my podcast on anywhere you can get your podcast. That's the Progressive Bob. Um, and yeah, I'm on. I'm usually on Twitter more so than Facebook. But yeah, you can um, follow me um, on Facebook, Dodger King, D O D R I C K K I N G. And uh, yeah, just that's that's it. Anywhere you can get on social media, that's where you can follow me at. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's the progressive vibe podcast on, uh, online where you can listen to any podcast and it's at Doty underscore vibe on Twitter. And that's, he's got all his links on there too. So go ahead and check him out. Give him some love, uh, scan him for five seconds. You're going to see that he's basically, if you like us, you're going to like him. Thanks guys. Y'all going to have to come on my show. I hey, Absolutely. If, if you want to taint yourself with my communist vibes, all right, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> awesome man but yeah we'll put all your li- everyone who's listening we'll, we're gonna have all of uh, Dodrick's uh, links on our uh, on our, our podcast announcement so go catch us on Instagram and Twitter and uh, you'll see it on there when this drops so thank you again man I appreciate it thanks for coming by and yeah I hope uh, I hope you come by again yeah thanks guys thanks for having me on absolutely so that's it for us guys thank you so much uh we will be here every week again we'll see you next monday hopefully we'll have some more progress on these court trials we can talk about that if not i'm sure we'll find some leftist nuggets to to douse you with uh and until then uh take care of yourselves take care of each other and remember the revolution is you